Hello and welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 20 of season 6 with me, Rob Linzel. And today we are going to start by looking at Joel chapter 2, verse 28. Then, after doing all those things, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. Communication. It's everywhere. These days there's landlines, mobiles, or cell phones as they're called in America, news on TV, papers, online papers, websites, and over the years there have also been many other forms of communication too. Messengers, smoke signals, pigeons, Morse code. In fact it's safe to say there's no shortage of ways to communicate. We even have sign language for the deaf and hard of hearing, or braille for the blind. But when it comes to God, how does he communicate with us? Welcome to the Communication Clarification Part 2. Yes, not so long ago, I looked at communication, focusing on how if there's a blockage, it comes from us. And in this episode, I'll be concentrating on God's communication with us. Now, our opening verse from Joel is in fact part of the end of days, going on to say the sun will turn black and the moon blood red. However, there are three things in verse 28 of Joel 2 that tells us a little of how God communicates with us. Firstly, there's prophecy. God used prophecy in the past. He uses it today and he will use it in the end days. Now, to clarify, prophecy is a foretelling or prediction of things to come, declared by a prophet. A divinely inspired prediction, instruction or exhortation. Which links to the other two ways God communicates according to Joel, dreams and visions. Now, both visions and dreams are great, but it is who, when and how we tell them. So let's pause here for just a moment to look at God's word. And let's look at Genesis chapter 37 verses 5 to 7. Genesis chapter 37 verses 5 to 7. As taken from the NIV translation. Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field, when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright, while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down before it. Of course, we are all familiar with the story of Joseph, thanks in part to the musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And we see here in Genesis chapter 37 verse 5, as we start Joseph's story, that he had a dream, which... When he told his brothers, they hated him all the more. Now we know that Joseph was already hated, as he was his father Jacob's favourite son. And Jacob doted on Joseph. So when Joseph shares his dream, it adds fuel to the fire. And if we look at the dream, I would personally say that it was for Joseph only, and not to be shared. Yet God knows all. He knew Joseph would share, and the story was planned accordingly, and the second dream was the final straw. Of course, in hindsight, when we look at this, 
we know it was all a prophetic dream of the future. But when you think about this, consider that the dreams themselves were part of the prophecy that led to much sorrow and pain before finally being fulfilled. You see, visions and dreams can be tricky, more so dreams, because the interpretation is made by flawed people. And, as I said just now, dreams are trickier because it deals with the subconscious, and we need to separate what is of us from what is of God. I mean, we all dream, but having a dream we will win the lottery doesn't make it from God much like dreaming we're a brain surgeon when we're nowhere near smart enough, isn't likely to be a prophetic dream from God about our future. So we need to be careful of dreams. However, let's pause again to look at scripture and let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction and for training in righteousness. And so we turn to the most obvious and most reliable way God speaks to us, through his word, the Bible. Now much like with dreams, we still need to be careful. Careful not to take scripture out of context and twist it to our own ends. The prime example of this being the Salem Witch Trials, a truly horrific period in history when people were persecuted, hunted and wrongly accused of witchcraft. And killed all because someone took the scripture thou shalt not suffer a witch to live out of context yet the Bible is still the most common and reliable way God speaks be it giving you a specific verse in answer to a question or a story from the Bible that imparts a lesson maybe a random word or verse for you to give to another God uses his word to speak God also uses his word to help us translate and verify dreams, visions or words given to us. As I said in the previous episode on communication, the Bible is our manual. But ultimately it falls on us and how we interpret what we feel God is saying. Like Joseph, who in sharing his dreams caused his own misery, and yet that was all part of the plan. God was in control. But had Joseph not lorded it over his brothers, his path to power may have been very different. Yet God used the circumstances. Joseph had a choice, but God knew that choice and planned ahead. It's a real brain fryer. So how do we then make sure we are hearing from God and when, where, who to share? Let's pause again to return to the word of God. And let's look at Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, as taken from the NIV translation. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The other way God speaks to us is through the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 14, verse 26, Jesus tells his disciples that the Holy Spirit will teach them and remind them. Think of the Holy Spirit as a moral compass. But instead of having four points, there are only two, good and evil. Have you ever tried to convince yourself that something is of God, and yet no matter how hard you try to fool yourself, it doesn't sit right? 
Chances are that's the Holy Spirit trying to guide you, being your moral compass when you are trying to convince yourself to stray or do something stupid. If we look at John 16 verse 7 and 8, Jesus is saying he must go so that the helper may come. And in the ESV translation, it says that when the helper comes, he will convict the world of its sins. In other words, that conviction you feel when something is wrong is the Spirit convicting you. It is God speaking to you through the Spirit. Because God is three in one, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Three individuals, yet the same. So how does God speak to us? Through prophecy, through dreams, through visions, through the Bible and through the Holy Spirit. But of course there is one other way that God can speak to us, although it's rare. And that is directly an audible voice guiding us. As in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 9, And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Yet however God chooses to speak, it all comes down to interpretation and to timing. Let us pray. Father God, just as I bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close, I want to thank you that you always communicate with us. That Father God, even though we don't hear you, you are communicating. It is just our lack of listening that stops us hearing from you. And Father, I want to thank you for the many ways in which you communicate, be it through visions, through dreams, through a word from someone, or speaking to us directly, and the many other ways that you will show us what we need to know, that you will try to communicate with us what we need to know. And Lord, I just pray that when we are seeking your wisdom, when we are seeking your guidance, we would use wisdom, that you would fill us with the Holy Spirit, to be wise in interpreting what we are hearing, what we are seeing, to help us to understand what you are saying to us, so that we can implement that into our lives. Help us to be a people who listen, not just talk. Father, so often we come to you just to reel off our lists, be it a list of people we're praying for or other things we're praying for, or to complain, but so often we don't take the time to listen. Father God, may we be a people who take time to listen that we may hear your voice and grow stronger in you and serve you in new and better ways. In Jesus' name, Amen.